You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network, powered by Interstate Batteries. From your truck to your trail camera, Interstate Batteries has you covered. Visit your local Interstate Battery store today or online at interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. Welcome to the Honey Strategy Podcast. We are back again, and Adam is with us, the old dad. He's right. here. Daddy's home. <laughs> no, don't ever say that again on the podcast. <laughs> I don't know how many like listeners we just lost. Daddy's home. Gross. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I'm back. Uh, you probably heard me tell the story on Habitat Heroes Podcast. Um, great experience. Can't even put it into words, but... That's why we talk hunting strategies. That's why we to. talk hunting strategies. <laughs> So, um, I don't. Even, what did you guys cover? Late season strategies. We talked about basically current. Well, not current, but I can ideal, only imagine how long you guys patterns. rambled on. Honestly, your your brother, he what? Number one, he got thrown to the wolves. Just yeah. basically, Chad, they're headed to the hospital. We got to record. You're up. So he did fantastic. Uh, two, uh, he not didn't what ramble. The emails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two, the. Uh, not not that much rambling, honestly. Oh. I probably did more than he did, but uh, I'd no, say we that's about, a fact. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, we just we just chatted about late, like ideal late season conditions. Oh, I, conditions. I I did listen a little bit while I edited, and yeah. uh, I know at one point you guys were talking about how oh a lot of damage is done during that late November, early December, but it's that late. It's that mid to late December, which is some of the best hunting of the season, which a lot of people yeah. overlook. Definitely. Yeah, a lot of people discredit or count it out. Um, it kind of ties, honestly, right into this week's topic as we're talking about basically how we dress. Well, we try, try to dress more. Try to dress more. I freeze. I just freeze. Well, it's it's always funny because, and I know we're going to share like stories growing up and this and that, but like I remember last year, one one of the days that it was like, we got done hunting, and we're like, why in the world would we just do that? Because it was, we didn't have trail cameras up on this portion of the farm. It was, it was just like, hey, let's go, let's go hunt it. Like, I think you had hung stands there. It was a morning, um, a morning hunt. I mean, it was like that period when it was super, super cold. Like, I'm trying to remember single digit. We were at the very uh, front pasture. Front hayfield. I remember that. And for some reason. Oh yeah, I I I just re-remembered this, but we got in there and it it was one of those mornings where you you just dread dressing outside. And I think we we initially we didn't drive through the front gate or anything because we were hunting pretty much just in in the interior of the farm. So we changed out front at the gate, walk in, and that change was horrible. Like it was just dreadful. We walked across the. Uh a hayfield that yep. was covered in frost. Covered. Like, it looked like snow. Yeah. Like, and I think it was a full moon or something like that, But because I remember just being able to see so far because of the frost. We were a little late. Because <laughs> <laughs> we had to put so many layers on. Yeah. And then uh, we get we get to a stand, and, and I don't know if this is something that's ever happened to anybody else, but when you wear so many layers. I guarantee you get, it's happened to them. I'm probably... I know I'm a unique guy, but it's happened to someone else out there. And and when you wear so many layers, like walking in, 
your body gets warm or my body has gotten warm and I don't really realize it until that morning I was get like climbing in the stand and then all of a sudden it's like this overwhelming sense of I have got to cool off. Like I have got to cool off quickly because I'm starting to sweat but I don't really know that I'm sweating. So like stocking cap comes off, gloves come off, you're unzipping and undoing buttons that you didn't even know you had buttoned up early because your fingers yeah. were numb just to get some cool air to your chest. And then you just look down, it's like steam. And it's just coming out. But for some reason, like on a more serious note, it like it makes me dizzy. Like it's that like almost intense, and, like big headache. And it's like, I, I kind of want to throw up right now. Um, I know it sounds weird, but people are like, dude, that's it's pretty awful. And it was that cold though, and I worked up so much body heat that just was... we didn't set long that day. I think because we got so cold, right? Well, and we didn't we see did. anything. I will say this: we sat longer than I wanted to because of that. It was freezing cold. We didn't see anything, and there's a little cafe, if you will, shop in in the little town six miles away that's got warm coffee and gravy and biscuits for like three bucks. So it was like. I kept thinking of that, like, just get me there, just get me there, just get me there. And, uh, yeah, I don't think we lasted that long. But I don't – I love hunting late season, but I hate the walk-in that results in hunts like that. And over time, I know that was just last year. It was so cold, though. Uh, for for us, anyhow, like, I know we would say, like, single digits. Like, I mean, you know, it was like four or five degrees that morning. And other people are like, you guys are wimps. That's nothing. Yeah. But it's all it's all in your perspective and what you're used to, what your body's used to. Yeah, there's guys that are hunting up in the north that are just like it's Wisconsin. consistently that. Oh yeah. That's, but at the same enormous. time, that's where the heated body suits and all those guys are wearing those things. And Mr. Buddy heaters and yeah. like all that. Hey, and, and you know, if if we were in a blind, I'm sure we would have taken one. But then there's other people who are down in um, Mississippi and it's damp, it's cool. You know, and they get those damper conditions, and you know when it gets down to twenty, they're like, "Oh my God, it's cold!" Yeah, because it's so humid too. It's a wet cold. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So anyhow, cold, 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 and it just it it takes me back to those those hunts when we were young, and you were so ill prepared for winter. Ugh. I I feel like. One. So this podcast, in case we're going to go through our whole scenario of what we wear and how to prepare for cold season yeah. or late season, but we're also talking stories. So hopefully people enjoy it. If no, not, if not, see sorry. you next week. Yeah, <laughs> check back in next week. But this is more or, or less a go a, go uh, to one of our other podcasts. Yeah, a uh, kickback podcast. But um, it, it it takes me back to those those days though when I was younger, and I know you had the same same experience like. We just didn't have clothing that Ugh. was built to keep you warm. Like, I mean, there, there's there's so many companies out there now. They're like, they're, that is their job. That is their yeah. absolute purpose is to keep you warm. And they have the right materials. They have the right, you know, form, shape, breathability, all this stuff. But that wasn't, that didn't exist back then. And I know there's so many people out there listening now. They're like, yeah, I, I remember those days. I I don't have a good memories of those days, but honestly, in in my in my mind, it was like that's a rite of passage almost. Like you had to 
you had to fight through that stuff um, to be able to get out there and hunt. Because you know, if you if you there wasn't another option basically. You you were cold, and you hunted or you stayed home. Like <clears throat> that's the way it was for me when I was growing up. You went it was you the went coveralls. you went hunting with dad and you got cold or you stayed home and made Christmas cookies with mom. That's it. So obviously we were hunting with dad and no offense, cold. mom. Yeah. Great cookies. And Oatmeal listen, chocolate chip. I'll look forward to listen, those from the holidays. And and listening to Christmas music and decorating the trees. Hanging garland outside on the, the, the front porch is about as much outside time as you get. What was that? Hang garland. It. What is that? <laughs> Read a Christmas book, dude. Garland. Yeah. I've never heard of that. Greenery. Oh, okay. That's what we call garland. it. Garland. Yeah. Hanging greenery. Wreaths. Come on. Yeah, probably a Yankee way of saying it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyhow... <laughs> Um, those, no offense you, those to the were, Yankees out there. Yeah, you better apologize for those people. <laughs> Not that I'm one, but um, those those were the options. I remember the hand-me-down clothes that you 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 just had to you had to wear because again there wasn't any options. Um, but one of my main hunting jackets when I was younger, and we did a lot of walking, so it's not like my entire childhood was was um just stand hunting. However, it was it was still cold. Like, yeah, was a thin. Well, could you imagine wearing that gear and doing the sets we do now? Absolutely not. Not a chance. Not a chance. Because and, and and seriously, this was this was my hunting jacket. My, my I had an uncle who worked at Quantico Marine Corps base, and sometimes they would have like these uh, sales within within the within the base, like surplus um, sales. Yeah, and it was army fatigues. And yeah. seriously, my jacket was an army fatigue jacket. It had like two chest pockets and then like the bigger pockets down low and like cargo pockets down. Yeah, yeah. It was perfect, but it was paper thin. Like yeah. but it was camouflage, so it's the coolest thing ever. But yeah. again, it was super thin. And it's like I look back now, I'm like <laughs> you know that commercial, where's the cream feeling? Like, where's the insulation? Yeah. There was none. Yeah. And it's like it didn't matter if it was November or December or January. That, that was, was the hunting jacket. Like, that's what I had. Yeah. And, and, yeah, of course, you know, I would layer up. But the layers, again, were um, a long john thermal on top and bottom. And then as many blasted flannel shirts as I could get in an Army fatigue jacket. Well, for me, it was like in middle school and then high school – um, so my baseball coach, uh, I had my high school baseball coach, uh, his, one of his, his oldest son was the same age as me. So yeah. a lot of the high school like stuff transferred over into middle school baseball and the baseball team always wore mock, ter- mock turtlenecks. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they had a big, uh, of course our colors were maroon and gold, like Cardinal maroon and gold and had a big M on it. And for me, it was how many of these mock turtlenecks can I get on underneath the flannel yeah. underneath a uh, set of coveralls. I don't mean to interrupt, but we just got a message from Cuddyback, and the first picture, 8 o'clock, on one of the food plots is one of the deer. He's a three-and-a-half-year-old, but he is a fantastic, incredible jaw Is dropper. it the roller buck? Roller buck. Um, food plot, Ruby Ridge. Was this this morning? This morning, 8 o'clock. That's fantastic. Um Wowzers. That, that'll get you out. distracted in a heartbeat. Yeah. Um, so you had 
mock, he looks mock good, don't he? Mock, not, I mean, mock, mock turtlenecks. Yep. Um, and then it went on to, we would always buy discount camo. Um, like w- mom would find sales or whatever. Yeah. And, and so like she would buy a one for dad, one for me, one for my brother. Mm-hmm. And there was one time I remember we got, uh, we had a lot of, I don't even remember why R- Mossy Oak cared or not Mossy Oak. Bass Pro carried a lot of real tree back in the day. Yeah. And at some point mom bought these real tree turtlenecks that were long sleeve. Yeah. And the turtleneck was like, like huge, like not your typical one inch up. It was like way up to where it would go almost below like, your like chin. You tuck your chin into it. Yeah, like it's kind of <laughs> like man. Like why is this? And we all thing. cut it out. Oh, but gosh. when we cut it out, you cut too much. We cut too much. So then it was like that kind of like where you're trying to show off your hamburger chest yeah. hair. <laughs> here, heat escape yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you out. So then we just looked like a homeless Goobers. person or something. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, what did Lord. they do with that shirt? Like, yeah. and but anyway. <laughs> We wore those. It was pretty much layer because that's what we'd always heard. You got to yeah. layer up to to keep warm. Yep. Not knowing that cotton was not the ideal layer system. No, honestly, what a lie you, that was. Yeah, no kidding. It, it was the uh, just put more on theory. Like like more is better, but it it that actually wasn't the case. And I I totally applied that to socks too. When I was younger, oh, cotton socks. I I didn't have like I had, if you will, thicker socks, and then a pair of like liner socks. Um, we did we did splurge a little bit on that, but honestly, insulated boots weren't really a thing until I was able to buy them myself. And but I, I, what I would think is, okay, I'm a size, let's say, ten and a half. Let me put two pairs of socks in 10 half size boot and cut off all the blood supply cut off and put pressure on all the capillaries going you know pushing blood to my feet and I'll be good like it it didn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense so like now those those methods of staying warm have completely changed even when it comes down just to boot size like yeah. preparing for late season i won't buy a pair of boots that i know late season i'm going to wear that is my true size like yep. i want to layer socks yes the boots do have insulation but if i if i bump up and get a size 11 and a half now i can add that extra layer of sock and not restrict the blood flow to my foot have insulation and have that double pair of sock and be perfectly fine. My my foot fits in there so comfortably, and it's like, what? I don't know. At what point, just like all this click, like Matt, stop doing the things you do because you get cold every single time. But when I was growing up, it didn't have an option. Like no. again, it was bake cookies, freeze your tush off. Yeah. I'm freezing my tush off. Yeah, hands down, every single time. You know yeah. the other thing that, that really just ticked me off. And and I I laugh because my dad still uses them like religiously, like that like this is the only option for his hands. Oh, jersey gloves, brown jersey gloves. Yeah, it's like dad. I I mean if if the wind is blowing three miles an hour, you know which direction it is coming from through those gloves. Like they are not windproof. They are not. They don't do anything besides protect and block well, that's the, why you the take white two hand. pairs and you cut the finger tips out of one and you stuff the ones with full fingers through those so you have double double layer wow i did that for a long time really size yep. size uh medium and size large 
<laughs> size medium, size medium, and they just fit together like. Because that was the value pack. That's what like you a had. glove. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I just well, and then I went to college and I worked construction, and so I would have all this like surplus of, like they would just have bags of gloves in the in yeah. the construction trailer, and so I'd just take a couple extra pairs for mm-hmm. for hunting, and and so then I had these same old jersey gloves. I remember the day that uh, they came out. They started having because we were building a uh, education center at the college I worked at, mm-hmm. and uh, they came out and they started getting the like look like gardener gloves. They were kind of yeah. thin, but they had the little f- yeah. rubber, and you're Rubberized like, oh, those are going to be perfect for bow hunting. Yeah, I thought, man, I'm going to get a pair of those. Those would be great. They were not. They were like wind proof or w- the wind went right through them mm-hmm. on one side your hand was cold the and then the other side was, was kind of s- sticky because of yeah. sweat and yeah. clammy it was not a good option weird weirdest feeling ever on that um what was oh this is thing? my this is my my shout out to the listeners who have maybe joined us for this 15 minutes so far hung yeah. in there <laughs> um what do you what do you do to stay warm i, I i'm curious because I don't think I've mastered it. I've gotten pretty good at it. Yeah. But I would love to know, is w- when you were cold, was the purchase of First Light, Sidka... Uh, anything Marina Pano- Wool. Panoma, uh, anything Marina Wool, any of the, uh, uh, the the Under Armour, whatever it is, are are they worth it? Yeah. Did they, did they keep you warm in situations when typically you'd be cold? Definitely. I would love to try it. If your work for one of those companies would love to chat with you. Boy, I was in an uncomfortable position and my leg just cramped. That was um, weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, would love to chat and see. I, I, I'm i always up for, I mean, anybody that knows us personally knows that we try a lot of different stuff. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of gear we try. There's a lot of companies that we typically like their gear um, that we continue to try. And I would encourage you guys to check out our YouTube channel because there will be some reviews of stuff in the future. Um, as we kind of go into 2019, subscribe to the YouTube channel. You'll see a lot more videos come onto it. Um, but this one, cold weather. What do you guys do to keep warm? I'll tell you a few tricks that I do. Once Marina Wool came out, and it was like, oh, this cotton stuff is garbage. Well, it's, it's kind of like socks are no longer the answer. Yeah, it's kind of like one. There's an, there's an alternative. There's an option, and two, it's like wait. There's a science behind it, like. It actually does something. Like it actually it, it performs and, and achieves a goal, um, or so or so you you read. That's why we're like, hey, you know, guys, does does this stuff stand up to what um, what they say, what we're what we're asking for it to do? Um, and, and because ultimately, it's like, is is less more when it comes to this new style, or or you know, it's not just clothing, it's gear. You know that that mindset or that that frame um i want to hear i'm i'm interested but i think like they talked about one of the the things that we've learned and we both um suffer from this thing called raynaud's disease it's nothing serious or anything it's just an autoimmune disease where you have poor circulation ultimately what it um hereditary yeah is what they think the the cause of it is i still i mean not saying i'm uh, that those guys are wrong but to me, I feel like, because my dad and mother don't really suffer from it, um, I feel like it probably could be a little bit of a of um, my nerve damage from years of horrible, horrible... Uh, Accidents with saws? No. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> horrible uh, 
gear and going and absolutely freezing to where you feel like your hands won't work anymore. And it's like the same, the same um, parts of my body where I had that experience over and over and over duck hunting are now the ones that I have the problems with. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and really, for the people listening, that's basically it means lack of blood flow to our feet, toes, hands, yeah, yeah, nose, ears, um, all that. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, my well, my mom, she's got several. Um, autoimmune diseases unfortunately that 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 is the least of, <coughs> of her concerns the, the Reynolds which she does have but yeah um, so for me it probably is hereditary yeah but re- regardless there's there's things that I've learned to do um, over the years the biggest one is okay understanding that okay lack of blood flow but what blood flow you do have like the the warmer your core is, the warmer the blood is that gets sent to those. Even if it is a little bit limited, the warmer the blood is, the warmer my body temperature is, the better I will send blood to those areas. So yeah. one of the things that I've done and, and will wear a lot or incorporate um, into a layering system is definitely a vest. Yeah. I, I've got a uh, kind of a go-to like fleece vest that I wear quite often. Uh, as a base layer, um, and I, I really have, I've learned to use it a ton um, in situations I typically wouldn't, but I can then just put a boom, a layer, uh, even if it's a thin layer on top. That's camouflage because it is a black vest, but I can just throw that on top and be like, man, I'm I'm golden, I'm good, and uh, certainly I don't come from the, I guess, th- uh, school of thought or like the. I have to match tops and bottoms, like camo patterns, stuff like that, if you will, in comparison now to like modern day hunters, I guess. Um, I'm kind of like a jalopy sometimes. Like when it comes to camo patterns, like, hey, that's warm. I'm oh, good. Yeah. That, that's warm too. Sometimes that's it's top, not even you know? camo. Like you'll see me pull like, off like a. I don't care. Well, earlier it was a maroon one. It was a maroon. <laughs> it was a maroon mock turtleneck that oh, would yeah. be like unzip and it'd be like camo top, boom, red and black flannel. Wow, where'd that come from? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, I re- I remember really one of the first, one of the first jackets, uh, hunting jackets as a kid that I ever got. Do you, did you guys have Army Navy A and N stores out here? Army and Navy? Mm-mm. No, it, no. It's a thing. Probably back close east we to had. the. Close to the base for you, right? No, I mean it was it was a chain of things. Oh, really? Um, we had Army surplus stores. Yeah, but yeah. it wasn't just, like Army Navy. That it was just basically it's like. Are you, you saying will, Old Navy? No, no. <laughs> but it, it it would be like a retail store though. I mean, huh. it wasn't any association to military or anything like that. Um, but I remember going there often, and the 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 jack the first jacket I ever got was that kind of they're they're now cool because it's like that old construction like uh shirt jacket that is like the insulate that the thin insulate on the inside but then it's just a flannel shirt thrown over top of it and they're basically pieced together sewn together but it was a like a green brown like thin black line plaid it's like okay i know my army fatigues are green black and and brown in a camo pattern but this is flannel like 
I think it'll work. I think it'll put, like that was my first like legit as I was in second grade. I remember because I killed my first rabbit with it. But that was like the first jacket I I really. When ever you were had. a kid, what was the one thing you got that you were like, "This is the best thing ever"? Wow. <clears throat> to keep me warm, or just like to keep you warm. That's a whole other podcast because I could do these podcasts. I could do these questions all day, all long. day. Um, the best thing I can truly remember was a. This is gonna sound stupid, but it was a stocking cap. Hmm. Like I don't, and I don't know why in my head it never just kind of pieced together. But you know, like here we go. You know, a snowsuit, like when you wear like out. When it's West, like Dumb like a, and Dumber snowsuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we got a lot of snow back home, so like we had those growing up. And they, of course, they're they're hand me downs. They got passed down or whatever. But like the only time you wear that from your sister, right? Oh yeah, they're pink. They're hot pink actually. Um, but the only time you wear that is when it snows. But it's like in my head, why didn't I just wear that when it was cold outside? It doesn't matter. You only put it on when there's snow. When there's snow. For me, it was the same thing with a. Um, a uh, some people call them toboggans or or uh, I know it sounds it's weird but like back east some people call them toboggans uh, back east northeast no I'm not from the northeast <laughs> like gosh um or a ski cap whatever it is but just full head thing not a full head just straight oh. over your head a That's, ski a, a a stocking cap stocking cap that's all it is that's but you called them what some people back east would call them toboggans, toboggans. yeah <laughs> I don't. I, Trust me, I still haven't figured that one out. Yeah. But someone out there is like, yeah, yeah, I know. Me too. Toboggans. Toboggans. Anyhow, uh, ski cap. What? If, I don't know why I cannot think of this name right now. Stocking cap. Um, I always associated that with snow, though. And then as I got older, I was like, why don't I just wear that daggone snow cap, ski cap, stocking cap thing this, this weekend hunting? And I did, and it was the best thing since sliced bread. It's like, Jeez. I, but that was one of those things. It my only dad, took you how many years to <laughs> yeah, figure I'm that gonna, out? I'm not going to say. But um, <laughs> <laughs> my dad, he never wore one. So you do as as you know your guide or, or your mentor or whatever, whoever took you hunting, you dress like them because like, okay, he knows. My dad like never wore one. So it's like, that's not what you do. So I never did until I just made that connection. I was like, "Jeez, wow, now I'm going to start doing that. And seriously, then it's like, that solved a lot of problems. Because as everyone knows, tons and tons and tons of heat escape out of your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back of your neck too. Yep. Yeah. What uh, was it for, for you? For me? Um, underwear? No, I'm trying to remember what, where, where they got it. But my dad got a coat yeah that was now i'm gonna ask you another question keep it simple when i ask you but when you were a kid yeah. what was the go-to camo what did you think was the best real tree hardwoods ap real tree hardwoods ap okay so that's a little bit i was a teenager when that was out um for me real tree classic mm, yeah tons I, I had of, some of that too. tons yeah. of sycamore leaves on it oh yeah it was yeah. pretty much all leaves it was very tan it, it was the 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 Oh, the if you were to compare Real Tree Classic, Mossy Oak Forest Floor, mm-hmm. um, both mm-hmm. lots of leaves, yep. and uh, Dad got a Dad got a coat, a raincoat. Keep in mind a raincoat <clears throat> in Real Tree Classic, and it was a little too small for him, 
My brother kind of tried to wear it, but I like really wanted to wear it. It's way like, too big for funny. me. It was way too big, but I wore it anyway. Uh, Help and it, get all them flannel shirts because it was it. new, man. New Absolutely. is always better. There's all and there, that's the other thing. There's always luck in new gear too. Yeah, I always believe that growing and up. And so I wore this thing, and it was like putting on a I don't know a tarp. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it just was not. It was so uncomfortable. Yeah, but, but the sleeves were so tight that it was like, man, this thing's like rubbing uh, me raw right here on my on my <laughs> on my uh, wrists. Yeah, um, but. By golly, I thought it was the best one. So it had a sweet camelback. But I'll tell you one thing: it was windproof because it was a raincoat. Yeah, and didn't breathe. I'm sure didn't breathe at all. And that that goes back to the Army Navy store. There were I, re- I remember the first a uh, rain jacket that I got because back in like I guess Mid Atlantic Virginia area, we we would get a lot, a lot of rain November December time frame, um, and or snow. So we were always dealing with weather and i didn't have a rain jacket until i was probably 13 14 years old um and so if it was raining like it was just really nasty we we just wouldn't go we wouldn't do it because uh, we didn't have the gear but so i remember the first one i got and it was just flat green like it was just green and it's a little bit long um, yeah. of a cut the only thing i hated though is was <laughs> Because I thought, like, if a rain jacket, because most of the rain, you know, if it falls straight down, it's on your shoulders, on your head, on your chest. Like, it doesn't really get, like, your legs wet that much. But the cut of this rain jacket was was longer. And so then, like, it went, like, past your hips, and it, like, fell to your thighs. So then all the rain that would fall on your shoulders just ran straight down the jacket and then right onto your thighs. <laughs> so you're like, dude, I'm good on top, but my legs are freezing cold because you just get cold water just running down your legs. Man, it's like, I'll tell you oh. one more piece of gear that we got as a kid that was a game changer. And I, I'll i probably butcher the name, but we always call them baklava. <laughs> yeah, everybody's like, how do you pronounce it? <laughs> we always called them balaclavas. And or bava clavas, <laughs> and if you do it with a Russian accent, you're like, I nailed it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And feel like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, something. It's the full head that has yeah. the mask that can pull down and show your face, or pull yeah. it up and just I show your my eyes. My brother got one of those too. And we had those, and those were game changers. Yeah. But it was like, if you wore them very long walking, you would like pull oh, it dude. off, and you're like, <gasps> and your head's just steaming. You're taking a breath, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't I, know why we're at, at time on this podcast, but we probably need to share our tips. Yeah. Um, obviously, starting at the feet, that's one of the worst things for me. Liner sock, something that is going to um, wick, wick and dry. Yep. So even if you're wearing wool socks, like wool obviously is one of the few fabrics that can get wet but still mm-hmm. retain its heat. I think it retains uh, 80% of its heat, I yeah. believe. And so like when wet. I would wear a really super thin like a uh, liner sock that would basically dry fast mm-hmm. um, but still allow a little bit of air in there in the in around my foot to where it wasn't cutting off circulation um, and then I would do one big wool sock yeah that's how I've that's always done it when it comes to boots I always get if I'm late season try to get a boot that's two sizes bigger than usual so I have a late season boot which is a size 14 um, dang dog <laughs> Monster. <laughs> Monster. Can't, can't even climb the steps And it the was only stand. because of, I feel like Ronald McDonald out there. <laughs> the only reason is because size 13, for some reason, in that line of boot, a lacrosse, uh, what is it, a lacrosse arrowhead, oh, yeah. um, is, 
the 13 was too small. It wasn't like your traditional 13. It felt like it was a little bit. So I went 14, keep it simple. And uh, so I wear an oversized boot. The other thing, if it's extremely cold, then I'll wear boot blankets. The Arctic yeah. Shield boot blankets. Those, I, and which I didn't is experience really those just a emergency blanket that's turned into a boot. boot. They work. They work. They look goofy stupid. Goofy as heck, but they work. That's they right. absolutely do. And, and that's one of those things, too. And I've pondered this and, and tested it just, just a little bit. And I, I've talked with your brother about it, too. But is strictly going with an uninsulated boot, like an un- uninsulated That's what he boot, does. And then the days that you need it, you just, as soon as you get to the stand, you put on the boot blanket. You don't walk in with it, but as soon as you get to the stand, you put on that boot blanket, and it's like an insulated boot or better. I mean, it, it that that joker works. Um, the other thing that I, the, uh, the big piece, I already talked about, you know, the boots as well, and then the vest. Um, for me, I don't, this is what I call them. Someone's going to make fun of me. Whatever. Hand muff. Like. Quarterback muff. Yes. I feel like a captain up in that tree. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I like those but, and putting hand warmers in them. Oh, my. I, and I have done it, um, you know, down in the, in the teens and do not wear gloves. I don't like wearing gloves shooting at all or running a camera if you have to. Um, I wear gloves but, with the fingers cut out. And if it's bad enough, that's what I'll do. But hand muff and one or two hand warmers toasty warm golden just can't play Love on your it. phone much that's okay yeah just I or you back. get the hand muff that's got the little screen, the screen. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've seen that it's cheating um, um I, I love the hand muff and Game then changer. obviously base layers it's the key is layering um wearing tall socks yep. so there's seams the seams are what also gets you Seams where air gets out. So seam around your uh, boot. If you're not wearing rubber boots, you're wearing hiking boots. You don't want air coming up underneath the bottom of your pant leg or Mm -hmm. bibs. So you want to have at least tall wool socks um, that go up mid-calf or taller. Um, And then if you're not wearing rubber boots, cinch down those pant legs to keep the air from getting out. Um, Then also the other seam is obviously your belt line. Um, wearing bibs is the answer to oh, that. I don't. Bib. I gotta wear long. bibs. Um, November, mid-November, and on bib season. Yes. Um, Welcome to bib season. <laughs> and then the other seam is your neck. Yeah. Um, that's a big one, or or even your your wrists. Ooh. But the wrist one solved by long cuffed um, gloves, simple, and then tight tight sleeves, tight uh, wrists. But the neck one is a big one for me. Neck gaiter. All day long. Love it. Not just a simple neck gaiter, too, though. You want a neck gaiter that you can tuck or even have a mock turtleneck that comes up. It's nasty um, outside. To where there's not a hard line between the top of your collar and the neck gaiter. And I've made that mistake in the past. That's why, like, I've talked about scuba divers where things that uh, a neck they put their neck hood on before they put the total um, bodysuit on because they want to fill up that seam so that's another big key is wearing a neck gaiter with a mock turtleneck um, something to where there's a seam that's overlapping i will say all these other little you know accessories the extra extra pair of boots um, the neck gaiter you know if you're not already doing that kind of stuff yeah you'll look at it as Potentially, that's just more money I gotta spend. More money I gotta spend. 
but it's also more time that you can spend outdoors comfortably. And that, that's the way I looked at it. I was like, you know what? I didn't believe that it would do as much for me until I tried it. Um, and that now I've certainly become more of a fan of late season hunting because I know I can or, or I can do a better job of keeping myself warm with those types of garments, the extra right. accessories. For sure. Um, I, I, I think uh, they sound so simple too. I mean, uh, neck gaiters twenty bucks. I yep. mean, and and the hand muff is super simple. Wool socks and liner socks are super simple. Um, but those little things, and then obviously a, stock, a stocking cap on top, um, or it, or a full on. What I've done is a super thin um, face mask. Yeah. And then put the neck gaiter on, and then put a stocking cap on. So I've got that real thin layer that's going to stop a little bit of wind, but I've got my neck gaiter and everything on so there's and, no exposed skin. And hide skin. that pale, ghostly winter that's face. Right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So especially since I'm trying to do clean shaven since the, the stubble will cause a rash on the baby's on the baby. face. Yep. Yeah, have it clean shaved in Who years. Knew? Who knew that that baby would change the way you shave? It's changed a lot of things. <laughs> my house is now warmer, which is miserable for me. Um, there's no fan on at night, which is miserable for me. You don't get to wear your face mask me. in the house because it's so warm. Yep. And so, yeah, <laughs> rocked my world. Turned anyway, her upside down. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Once again, if if uh, if you have some ideas or you're like, hey, this is something that's really kept me warm, um, <laughs> please don't say nothing against them at all. But please don't say heater body suit because I'm not sitting <laughs> in one of those yeah. things in uh, Missouri. My buddies uh, will call me a wimp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I would say stay at home and bake them cookies, boy. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Put them little sprinkly things on top. Yeah. Uh, hey, pour me a glass of milk while you're at it. I'll yeah, be if, I'll be back from the stand if, after dark. If I am uh, if I'm going north, I'll I'll consider it. I probably would do it up there. Here, here's what you'd rather. Well, okay. Let us know what your tips are, what you guys do, um, preferences, and and what, when we release this podcast next week, I'll pose that question in the in the social media post. So yeah. probably, probably Wednesday. Let us know your comments. Um, but would you rather hunt Saskatchewan December or Alberta December, or would you rather hunt Florida in December? <laughs> I'll go up there in December, but I'm not sure. Don't they close a lot of the roads up there in December? Snowmobile, my I'm friend. Pr- okay. That's what it's called. I would rather be up there. <laughs> no offense to our Floridians or Floridians. What, Floridians. Um, did you see that giant buck poach down there that said could be a new state record? A couple weeks ago? Come yeah, re- recently. Yeah. Yeah, terrible news. Did. Terrible news. Stop poaching. 1-800-STOP-POACHING, whatever that number is. <laughs> You're throwing out numbers you don't even know. <laughs> no. uh, Operation Game Thief here in Missouri. Stop it. Um, yeah, no, I would I would go to Canada for sure. It's yeah. been on my bucket list. I don't know about December, but if it was Florida in December. Actually, no, the rut in a lot of Florida is August. It can be very early. Yeah. No, I'll go to, I'll go to Canada. I would so. try it. Yeah. You know, I'd give Heater body suit. <laughs> uh, Mr. Buddy Mr. Heater. Mr. Buddy Heater. And lots and, and lots of inside a cabin snacks and alfalfa thermos. bales out. <laughs> I've never shot through an Anderson window, but I'm gonna give her a try. <laughs> yeah. How uh, quickly does this bullet expand? Yeah. Um, no. Oh, the other thing is definitely a, a big old thermos full of coffee. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Once again, give us our comments on how you stay warm during the late season hunting. And um, leave us a comment, leave us a review, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, and we will catch you next week. And look for For Love of the Land the following day. You'll love it. We'll see you guys.